All righty, guys. Welcome to Miracle Night. Miracle Night. I hope you come expecting a miracle. This is Prophet Jason. You're listening by the radio station. We welcome you. All righty. If you want to go to the welcome uh, radio station at www.thekingdomradio.com, we're more. You're more than welcome. Um, you can listen to us live there. We also got a website called GodSaverMinistries.com. You can listen there as well. Also, guys, we have run a business called Kingdom Wealth Now. KingdomWealthNow.co. You can go there, sign up. It, it will teach you how to run a business online. People are making ten grand a month. Um, a lot of stuff is just going on. Uh, some people have done hit over a million dollars, and they only been in it a year. So um, a lot of people is making some good money. So if you want to go there, it is www.thekingdomradio.com. Uh, I'm sorry, that's our radio station, kingdomwealthnow.co. And the kingdomradio.com is our radio station. And we're live right now on the radio. So uh, if you want to go to the radio station, you're more than welcome. And guys on the radio station, thank you in the radio land. And we thank you so very much for coming on Miracle Night tonight. We've probably been doing Miracle Night for probably about seven years now, I believe. Um, God called us to it. We got to do it. That's it. He called us to it. We got to do it. That's it. That's point blank. So anyways, guys, thank you guys for coming on tonight. Uh, push that share button. Uh, close Diana. Uh, thank you for coming on. Uh, anyways, I'm going to go over this, and then we're going to get Jackie on here after we go over this. But first, I want to uh, do what God tells me to do first, and then we'll get Jackie on here. I think he's already sending a request for live. So, um but anyways, let's go over this first, guys. And and by the way, guys, you can go to uh, Kingdom Wealth, uh, KingdomWealthNow.co, check out a business. If you want to start a business online, it's a school. We are still working on our um, we're still working on our um, curriculum about the online school and getting ready for ministry. Uh, we're still working on that, guys. So bear with us. Uh, we're gonna get this thing done. Uh, so don't worry. Uh, then you can sign up through our um, school online and, and and have a certificate. And uh, it costs uh, $575. I do it set payments. Uh, we're going to set payments, so there'll be a payment plan to that. Um, but you will go through courses where you learn what ministry is, how to get prepared for ministry. I want your ministry to succeed. I want your ministry to excel and I want God's best and his anointing to be on your life. So anyways, guys, let's get into this tonight. Um, I'm going to try to be, well, I'm just going to try to listen to God tonight. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Chapter 14. Okay. It says, follow after love. Chapter 14. First Corinthians chapter 14, guys. It says these words, it says, follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that you may prophesy. Now, we're going to be talking about the gifts tonight in operation. We're going to be talking about gifts in operation. Do you hear what I'm saying tonight? We're going to be talking about gifts in operation and how important it is for the gifts to be in operation. 
Okay, it says right here, it says, follow after charity uh, and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that you may prophesy. You may prophesy. And that word prophecy, and I, I want to go over this because uh, a lot of people don't realize what prophecy all is. And it says right here, speak inspired utterance, prophecies. That's, that's what the Greek meaning of prophecy is. It says, uh, speak inspired utterance, otherwise the voice of God. And now we're going to be teaching this tonight to be under the voice of God. Speak with the oracles of God. See, we know that there's the text word, but we don't fail to realize there is a rhema word. Come on, somebody. Listen, there is a rhema word from God that, bam, hits you like a ton of rocks. Like God told me this morning, I was going to work on my bike, and he told me, he said, son, I'm going to tell you something. He said, you pray every morning, my angels camp around your house. You pray every morning, my angels camp around your car, your motorcycle, your camper. You ask protection of my angels, but I'm here to tell you, Psalms 91 says, I have gave my angels charge over thee, lest you dash your foot against a stone. God has charged his angels over your life. I'm telling you, God has charged his angels over your life. You don't have to pay for protection. You already got it. Mm, that's what he told me. You already have it. But you may prophesy, for he that speaketh in an unknown tongue is not unto man, but unto God. Do you know when you speak in tongues, you don't speak to yourself, but you speak to God. You do not speak to yourself but you speak directly to God. Do you know when you speak in tongues, you don't speak to man, but you got a, a direct to God. Come on, listen, I'm telling you something. You want to get God's attention? Start praying in the spirit. Listen, you walk in the spirit, pray in the spirit. Listen, there's something about when we talk in tongues, it gives us a gift, a, a direct mail to God. A face-to-face -face relationship, guys. He gave us a face-to-face -face relationship. Listen, when we talk in tongues, we're talking directly to God. Watch this. We might not understand it, but God does. Come on. And it says, prophesy for, for he that speaketh in an unknown tongue is not unto man, but unto God. For no man is Saul speaking unto man to edify, exhort, or comfort but he that is speaking in an unknown tongue edifies himself. So tongues was not for the church. It was for you. I said tongues was not for the church. It was for your benefit because you have a face-to-face -face relationship with God now. Otherwise, you can pick up the phone and call God direct. <laughs> Come on. You can dial the number and just push, push bam, you know, speed dial. It's, it's kind of like a phone when you see the speed dial. You just push the speed dial and it goes directly to God. Ain't that wonderful that we have a tool? And, and I'm going to tell you guys something. If you don't have the power of the Holy Ghost, you don't have the gift of tongues, you need to start using them. Why? Because it's a direct it's a direct thing to God. He said, listen, if you'll talk to me direct, I'll answer you direct. My God, listen, God said, quit praying in an, untone, uh, uh, in an unknown language. Listen, we got to pray in the spirit. We got to learn to pray in the spirit. 
This is what he says. For no man understandeth him, how about the spirit, he speaketh mysteries. But he that prophesies speaketh unto man to edify and exhort and to comfort. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifies himself. But he that prophesies edifies the whole church. I would rather you all speak in tongues, but rather I, but rather than you prophesy, for it is greater he that prophesied, he that speaketh in unknown tongues, except he have interpreted in the church. So otherwise, it's no good in the church to go in the church and start speaking in tongues everywhere. Because they gotta be an interpreter to edify the body. What's useless in it? You're going in church speaking in tongues. Because tongues was given to you for to direct mail to God. See, it's kind of like speed dial. God gave you a cell phone and he said, listen, I'm going to put you on speed dial. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Y'all got to get this tonight. Listen, he's going to put you on speed dial. He, you, listen, you got a phone and you can press one because it goes directly to God. When you pray in the spirit, it goes direct to God, just like that. This that easy. I, now, I, I didn't just say that. It just come out of me. My spirit just started praying to God. And that's how we do it, guys. I, listen, I can't teach you to talk in tongues. This is something that you got to do yourself. You hear what I'm saying? You got to do it yourself. And I'm going to tell you something, guys, if you have the gift of tongues, shame on you if you don't practice talking in tongues because it's a direct, it's a direct call to God. Otherwise, God gave you a cell phone and he put you on speed dial. He put you on speed dial when he gave you the gift of tongues, guys. He put you on speed dial. He said, you know what? I'm going to give you a cell phone and I'm going to put you on number one. And when you're in trouble, all you got to do, or, or whether you're not in trouble or not, but if you want to talk to me direct, get in the spirit. My God. See, we got to sing in the spirit. We got to pray in the spirit. We got to walk in the spirit. He said, I long to worship. Listen, God said in the last days, I long to worship them that worship me in spirit and in truth. Listen, God is long for people to walk in the spirit, pray in the spirit. Listen. You can do it, guys. For God said, listen, man cannot serve him without walking in the Spirit. A lot of you think can't get stuff across people, and you can't get stuff done because you're not walking in the Spirit. You're not praying in the Spirit. You got to pray in the Spirit, guys. He that speak in the unknown tongue edifies himself, but he that prophesy edifies the church. Except the interpreter being the church may receive edification. Now, brother, if if I come unto you speaking with a tongues, what shall I profit you except you speak with another revelation or by the knowledge of the prophecy or by doctrine? And even these things, life-giving sound, whether pipe or harp, except they be given detention in the sounds. How shall it be known what is piped in heart? For the trumpet giveth a certain sound, but he shall prepare himself to for battle. So likewise, you accept you utter by tongues of words, easy to understand. Understood. How shall it be now known 
what is spoken. For you shall speak into the air. There is, uh, There are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world. None of these without signification. Wherefore I know not meaning of the voice, I shall be unto I shall be unto him that speaketh and bar maiden. So otherwise, what he's saying, guys, we need to pray in the spirit. And look what he says down here. I want to skip right here. In 14, it says, For if I pray in the unknown tongues, my spirit prayeth. But he, but my understanding is unfruitful. You don't understand what you're talking about. But what is it then? I will pray with the spirit, and I will pray with the understanding also. And I will sing with the spirit, and I will sing with the understanding also. Also, when thou shalt bless the Lord, bless with the spirit, shall accompany in the room of the unlearned, and give thanks, and seeing understood not what thou sayest, for thou verily givest thanks well, but the other is not edified. I thank my God I speak with tongues more than you all. It's what Paul was saying to the Corinthian church, guys. Listen to what he says. Yet in the church I had rather speak five words with understanding that my voice might be teach others 10,000 words in an unknown tongue. Brethren, be not children in understanding. How about in Mark Malice? Be ye children, but understand, be man in the law is written. With man of other tongues and other lips, I will speak unto my people. Yet for all will they not hear me, saith the Lord. Whether tongues is for a sign or not to them that believe, but to them that believe not. But prophecies uh, service not to them that believe not, but them that believe. So prophecy was helping the church, but the tongues was for people that didn't believe. I'm going to read it to you again. Watch this. Whether tongues is for a sign, not to them that believe, but to them that believe not. So the tongues was for people that don't believe. But the prophecy is for people that believe because it edifies. See, a lot of you need a word from God. You need a rhema word from God. There's the Logos word, which is the text word we got right here tonight, but there is a rhema word from God, and that's what God is talking about tonight. He's talking about a rhema word. He's talking about the tongues. Listen, tongues helps you guys. It helps you direct talk to God. You want to talk to God? Call him on up. Talk in tongues. Speak in your language. Because when you're speaking in your language, you're talking to God. And God said, you know what? I'm going to give you the understanding what you're praying in the spirit. I I've had it happen to me before. Listen, when you're talking in tongues, you're, you're praying to God direct. And God will give you the understanding of what you're saying. Because let me tell you something. He does not want the enemy to know everything. 
My God, he don't want the enemy to know everything. I, I, I used to pray in tongues. One time I prayed in tongues and God told me a secret. He said, don't you open your mouth because the enemy will find it out. Notice Jesus healed certain people, but he told them not to go back and tell people. Why did Jesus say that? Because we have an enemy out here and he wants to know what God is doing next. And God said, no, I'm not telling him what I'm doing next, but because I'm going to do a sneak attack. A lot of you, God is supposed to do a sneak attack on you. Listen, God is supposed to do a blessing out of nowhere. Why? Because the enemy is going to be confused. The enemy is going to be confused. Now watch this. It says, where therefore the whole church become together in one place and all speak in tongues. And there become no unlearned or unbelieving. Will they not say that you are mad? Yes, they will. But if all has judged all in the secrets of his heart may manifest. So falling down on his face, he worshiped God and reported that God is in you or truth. All God sent it. Okay. And it says right here, 26. I'm going to say this, and then we're going to get Jackie on for a minute, okay? Uh, how is it then, brethren, when you come together, every one of you has a psalm, has a doctrine, has a tongue with a revelation, has an interpretation, let all things be done unto edifying. So if any man speak an unknown tongue, let it be by one or two witnesses. So it's okay to have an interpretation in tongues in public, but you got to have a witness. you got to have an interpretation because what use is that you're going in the church speaking in tongues and nobody interpretates it. You follow what I'm saying? So it's, it's pointless. Why would God give you a message in tongues when it didn't edify the church? Because the tongues was made for you. The tongues was a direct connection to you and God. It was mainly for you, but God can use it in the church if there's one or two interpreting, interpreting the tongues that were given out because otherwise it's just going to cause confusion, okay? All righty, guys, listen, uh, we're going to have Jackie on here from Menlo, Florida. Um, I'm going to invite him on here. He's actually on uh, Instagram here. Uh, thank there we go. I think I'll be able to hear him. I don't, I'm not sure. I think he's on. Or he was. Well, let's see again. I'm not sure. Well. Maybe he's not on here tomorrow. I don't, I don't know. I don't think he's on here, guys. No, he's not on here. I can't, well, I can't get him on if he is. Anyways, guys, I was trying to get Jackie on, but it ain't it ain't doing or something. I don't know. 
I'm accepting it, but it's not going through. But anyways, all right, guys, he's he's probably not on here tomorrow, so oh well. All right, guys, let's let's go on here. It says in verse 34, let your women, let your women keep silent in the churches, for it is not permitted unto them to speak. But they have commanded to be under obedience. They are commanded to be under obedience. I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to show you guys something. Paul was saying to the Corinthian church, he says, let your women keep silent in churches for it is not permitted unto them to speak, but they are commanded to be under obedience. Now, what, what is this saying? What is this saying? They're commanded to be in obedience. Women are commanded. They're not asked. They're commanded to be in obedience. When a woman walks in obedience, when a woman walks in obedience, she's in the will of God. You understand what I'm saying? When she's not walking in obedience, notice there's two women in the Bible. One woman was in the Garden of Eden, uh, Eve. Notice she had questions, asked questions. But one another woman was in the New Testament. Her name was Mary. And you know what she did? When the angel come to her and said, you shall have a son, call him Jesus Emmanuel. You know what she said? She said, uh, so be it. She didn't ask any questions. She was obedient. See, women, if you become obedient to God, obedient to to, to what God has given you, your leadership, your husband. God said when you walk in that, you're going to walk in the same favor that Mary did. Mary walked in the favor of God because of her obedience. And that's why Paul was addressing the Corinthian church because they was out of order. He says, he says, thank himself to be a prophet. Now watch this. He says, let you women keep silent in the churches, for it is not permitted to them to speak, but they are commanded to be under obedience. Also, so is the law. If they were learned anything, let them ask their own husbands at home. For is it a shame for a woman to speak in the church? What came to the word of God out of from you? Of came unto you only. If only any man think himself to be a prophet or spiritual, let him acknowledge that he has that the things that I write unto you are the commandments of the Lord. But if any man be ignorant, let him be ignorant. Wherefore, brethren, I covenant to prophesy and forbid not to speak with tongues. But let all be done in clarity and in order. God likes order. When things get out of order, God does not like it. Do you hear what I'm saying? God does not like order, a disorder ministry, a disorder uh, home. God likes order. 
I just read it to you. It says, speak with tongues, but let th- let all things be done decently and in order. What am I talking about here tonight? You got to do things in order. You can't, you can't run a ministry. You can't run a household out of order. Okay, God puts a man, okay, Christ, and then the man, and then the woman. Come on. And then the kids. Here's how we get it out of order. Kids become the head, and then the, the wife becomes the head. She rules the house, and she becomes a Jezebel. Listen, God never intended that order to happen. I don't care what society we in. I don't care if you preach a church. That's wonderful. Glory to God. But when you're in the home, when you are in the home unit, God required the man to be over the woman. Now, when we in the church unit, there's no male or female in the kingdom. You understand what I'm saying tonight? There's no male or female in the kingdom. So I'm not going to condemn you because you're a pastor and you're a woman. I'm not going to condemn you if you're a prophetess and you're a woman because it has no other mistakes. But when you go home, ma'am, I don't care how big you're a prophet in the church. When you go home, you got to submit to your husband whether you want to or not. Why? Because it's the order of God. And when you get out of order, I don't care what you are in the church. Because the home unit, God created the home before the church even began. You got to understand something. In Genesis, God created the family unit before the church was ever birthed. In Matthew, guys, I mean, I'm sorry, not in Matthew, book of Acts. That's when the church was birthed in the book of Acts. And guess what? The Holy Ghost, come on in. Come on. See, that's why we can't have church no more because we don't walk in the Spirit. We don't pray in the Spirit. We don't let the Spirit be the Spirit. We get everything out of order. The home unit right here. The man is still over the woman. I don't care what you say. Well, I'm the spiritual leader of the house. And who said? Huh? God never told you to be the spiritual leader of your house, whether you was male or female. God's not going to turn back and undo his order. And Jesus made a new covenant and a new order. God's not going to do that. Why? Because this was God's order, the home, come on, and Jesus come on the scene and he made an order to the church. He said, I'm not going to put nobody head over nothing because I'm the head over them all. Why? Because we're the bride of Christ and he's the husband. Come on. Come on, somebody. So there's no male or female in the body of Christ. So that makes it different. But we cannot forget the law that God has set from the foundations of the world. Why? Because when you do that, you're out of order. Paul said you cannot, how can you run the house of God when you cannot put things in order? Who am I talking to tonight? Listen, God wants you to put things in order. When you out of order, Jack, I'm telling you it's over. Why? Because you cannot undo what God put in the garden. Listen, because Jesus, listen, the only thing that changed when Jesus failed the face of the world, the only thing that changed was there was a sin problem and God took care of the sin problem. A lot of people say, well, he took care of the home unit problem too. He might've had, but God never changed and Jesus never changed the order either. 
because he tells us again in the New Testament, he said, husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church. Husbands, wives, submit unto your husbands. He never changed the order of God had in the garden. He never changed it. Where did he change it? Nobody can tell me where he changed that. You know why? Because we want to come up with our own false doctrine and follow the doctrines of devils nowadays. And I'm going to tell you something. That ain't nothing but a doctrine of a devil. I don't care if you're a prophetess. I don't care if you're a pro. I don't care if you're a pastor and, and you're a woman. I, I don't condemn that. But sir, ma'am, let me tell you something. When you go home, guess who's the boss? You're not the boss. He is. He's the leadership of that home, whether you're at church or whether you're at home. There's a difference at home and at church. Why? Because the church has a mission. Listen, in the home unit was meant to be family. God created the family way before he created the church. Yes, sir. And you cannot throw what God is. And see, here's the beauty of it. God and Jesus works together. Why? Because when Jesus come along, he honored the Father's orders. Come on. He honored his orders. We can't throw what God built from the foundations of the world, guys. We can't throw that away. So here's the order of the home. The man, the woman, and the children. Children should never come before your spouse, I'm telling you. You're looking at your home to be a wreck. Why? Because Satan can use those kids to destroy your marriage. I've seen it so many times. But if your foundation and your rock is Jesus Christ in your home, you're going to build it the way God tells you to build it. And I'm going to tell you guys something. I'm going to be real with you. I've saw so many families, I've saw so many homes not do this order, Jackie. No order in the house. No order in the house whatsoever. None. The woman's still running the show, and it's out of order. I don't care what you can preach, what you want to preach. That man was commanded by God to lead that woman. Yes, sir. And that family. Yes, sir. Yes, he was. The problem with Adam was he never was deceived. Adam, Eve was deceived, guys. You know why Adam cannot be deceived? You know why a man can't be deceived? Because he's made in God's image. God made the man before he made the woman. Watch this. I'm going to show you something. Watch this. I'm about to blow your mind. God made the man first. And God made him just like him. But he took the woman from his rib and made the woman like the man. You'll get that in a minute. So what am I saying? Adam come from God and Eve come from Adam. My God, you cannot deceive something that come from something. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Adam Adam watch this Adam was in control of that garden 
The only problem with Adam was, watch this, watch this, Holy Spirit Spirit and get it to me. The only problem with Adam was, was he listened to his wife. That's it. The only sin that Adam done in the garden, it wasn't he was deceived. Adam was deceived. I mean, Eve was deceived. Eve was deceived. But Adam listened to his wife. That's where he sinned. Because God turns to Adam and he says these things to Adam. He says, Adam, because you have listened to your wife, not because you got deceived, because Adam knew the truth and he knew what was going on, but he listened to something God had gave him and he heeded to it when he needed to listen to God in the first place, but he listened to her. Now, I'm going to show you something. The enemy will never come to the man in the home. Watch this. You're going to have to get this. You better get your pen and piece of paper. The Holy Spirit just dropped something in my spirit. The devil will never come to a man face to face. Why? Because he cannot deceive a man. He can't. He just can't. But he uses a woman to deceive a man. Why? Because a woman is made in his image and was made from him. Because the devil cannot deceive a man. He never has. But he's using a woman to deceive a man. Why do you think Proverbs talks about a sly woman so much? Why do you think that David wrote in the book of Proverbs, he said, you better listen to her cunning lips. Come on, Delilah deceived Samson. Come on. Yes, she did. She enticed him. She got him to tell his secret. Come on, Bathsheba enticed David with her body. Why? Because Satan has always used a woman to bring down a man. My God, somebody's got to get this tonight. I feel the anointing. Listen, I'm telling you, he's always used a woman to deceive a man. Why? Because there's something about a woman that Satan can use to bring down a man because Satan will never come to the man directly in the home. He won't. He'll always try to use the woman to bring down the man. You follow what I'm saying? That's right. That's right, brother. That's, that's right. That's right. Something else can have her ear. That's right. That's right. That's why, women, you got to be submissive to your husbands because the enemy will deceive you. The enemy will deceive you, women, because you, you, you're going to be deceived and you're not even going to know it. Come on. He will deceive you, but he'll use you to deceive the man. Because Adam did not sin. He did not sin by his deception. He'd sin because he listened to it. See, Adam and the man knows how to run that house. God puts it in a man to run a house. I'm telling you, a man can see something coming 10 miles away. Yes, sir, he can. But a woman, she knows what to tell that man. She knows what to tell that man. She knows how to entice him. She knows what he wants. 
And see, Satan uses that to bring down a man. But you notice all through the Bible, God never came to a man to bring him down. Never. He never did. He always uses a woman, the weaker vessel, to bring down the strong. He uses what is weak. And I'm going to tell you something, ladies. I'm not telling you you're useless. I'm telling you you are a weak vessel that is very deception because you're more emotional than man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go here, Holy Ghost. Women are more emotional than man. And Satan feeds off emotions. But see, here's the thing about a woman towards a man. A woman knows what a man needs. Come on, women, don't you try to hide anymore because you know what we need. You know what we want. And you try to con your way out and, and, and doing all this. But a godly woman will not do her husband that way because a godly woman will submit to her husband. Listen, in all things. Why? Because she's not going to question him. She's not going to shake her head and rattle her head thinking, what in the world is he doing? Don't worry about what he's doing. Worry about when God said, I'll put the man in charge. And if you will listen to him, Mary, you will have a child called Jesus, Emmanuel. You will save the world. Hannah, Hannah listened to God. She did everything God told her. They were some godly women in the Bible, but they was also some evil women. We can go back to Jezebel. She was an evil woman. She killed 340,000 prophets of Baal. Listen, I'm telling you something. There is evil women in the Bible, but they were also good women in the Bible. And I'm telling you something. If you will submit to your husband this day forward, God said he will bless you upon blessings and upon blessings. Why? Because you're in order with God. Don't worry about what he's doing. Don't worry about, don't look at his faults and flaws and failures. Just listen to what God has told you to do is be obedient. Just be obedient. Don't worry about it. I'm supposed to submit to my husband, and that's what I'm doing. I don't care whether he looks like he's right or wrong. It don't matter. He put him in charge. See, see, here's the problem with the church. They look at the pastor's flaws, and they don't want to listen to him anymore. They look at the man's flaws in the house. They don't want to listen to it anymore. Why? Because they see their flaws. But let me, let me give you a word of knowledge. Listen, everybody's got flaws. I got them. You got them. Everybody's got them. We all got flaws. But it does not change God's mind who he put in order. It does not change God's mind because he put that pastor over that church. I'm talking to the church now. Glory to God. That's what's wrong with church today, too. They want to down the pastor. They want to look at his flaws. They want to look at this. That ain't what I'm saying. When God put Moses, listen, Moses had flaws, too. And and, and in, in Numbers chapter 11, uh, 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 Marion and Aaron tried to come against Moses and told him he couldn't have married that Ethiopian woman. And God said, listen, I don't care if you see a flaw him, him or not. You touch him, you'll die. I'm telling you, God's telling you tonight, quit quit touching God's anointing. He's put this over you for a reason. Don't you question it. Don't you shake your head and go like this because you see flaws in them. Because Moses had flaws, guys. Does not mean that God didn't call Moses. See, you can't, that, that's what's wrong with the church today. They, they see the flaws of a pastor. They see the flaws of a man of God at the house, and, and they automatically think, you know what? I ain't listening to him. I see too much flaws. Well, when did you become a spectator? When did you become a dictator? When did you become God? 
When did you say, God, you know what? I choose what's in my life and over my life. And God said, you know what? I don't care what you think because what what in in in, in Numbers chapter 11, Aaron and Mary tried to come against Moses. And you know what God put on them? He put leprosy on them. Why did he? He said, listen, I don't care. I'm the one that chose you. And I'm the one to set you down. It's not their position to do it. And I'm talking to the church of America today. And you hear me all over radio land. You keep coming again your pastor. You keep coming into the man of God that's over that house. I'm telling you, God will put you under the rug. I'm telling you, there's so many people has destroyed pastors all around America. They have destroyed men of God that's over homes and you can put them down all you want. But I'm telling you, you better shut your mouth in this season because God said, I put them there for a reason and not for you to dictate them, spectate them. You just need to obey them because God put them over you for a reason. My God, my God. Boy, I said a mouthful then. I'm telling you guys, that's where the church is hurting. They want to dictate us. I mean, I've run a church before. I've run a church building. I was a pastor. But I'm going to tell you something. They try to dictate that pastor and what he wants to preach and what God, no, 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 no. He's the man of that house. God put him there for a reason, whether you like him or whether you don't, whether you approve of him or whether you don't. Because when God approves somebody over something, it's not for you to say. My God, my God, God called Moses. Well, he's a, well, well, Moses been married before. Man, man, I don't care. If God be for me, then who can be against me? See, that's a problem with man. They choose, they choose. But anyways, guys, that's all I have for tonight. I feel I feel like that's the end. If, if God's finished, I'm finished because um, I can't do nothing without him. I can't do nothing without him. But guys, if you want to go, put that website back up, baby, if you, darling, if you will. My wife is on here. If you want to um, uh, go to uh, www.kingdomwealth.co, uh, you can also go to kingdomwealth.co forward slash online accelerator, online income accelerator. You can go that too. That's our other website. If you want to sign up for that as well, we got two, two of them. <laughs> so, um, yeah, thank you, sir. I mean, God's great. God is great. Give him give him glory. But anyways, guys, listen. Thank you so much for coming on here. Listen, guys, if you're not on our mailing list, get on our mailing list at connect.godsavingministries.com, www.connectgodsavingministries.com. And I'm going to put that in our profile up here too, guys, because y'all don't got that. And I'm going to put that up here so y'all can begin to sign up to our email list. And our email list, guys, we we email you a word from God every day. We also email you stuff that's going on in the ministry. We are still working on um, we're still working on the online school. It's five hundred seventy five dollars to register online. We are getting you ready for ministry. We're still working on the curriculum right now, so you can go through it. Uh, you can pay payments on it, guys. I got a payment program. You can uh, come on there and uh, pay payments on it. Um, I'm not sure what the payments will be yet. I have to get with you guys. So, anyways, guys, thank you so much. Glory to God. Thank you so much, uh, Jackie. I tried to get you on earlier, brother. I'm sorry, but I got I got to get off here now. 
But uh, anyways, thank you guys so much. You can go to that website, sign up, and learn how to make money online. Uh, we also, like I said earlier, we're coming out with a online school, online ministry school to get you ready for ministry. We want your ministry getting out there, okay? All righty, guys. Thank you so very much. God bless everyone. God bless y'all tonight. God bless you. God bless you.